So, uh, <laughs> before we start all this, I, I just want to read a little like passage here from the book The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And it's not, you know, it's not usually how I would open the show, but uh, it just, it, it just really speaks to the moment, I guess. Maybe I, maybe I just need to hear it myself. Um, so it says, Self-doubt can be an ally. This is because it serves as an indicator of aspiration. It reflects love. Love of something we dream of doing. And desire. Desire to do it. If you find yourself asking yourself and your friends, am I really a writer? Am I really an artist? Chances are you are. The counterfeit innovator is widely self-confident. The real one is scared to death. And we are alive in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jeff Lucier, broadcasting to you live from sunny Los Angeles. I hope all is well out there. I don't know uh, the date that you're listening to this. The year. Has AI taken over yet? Are we just all robots now? Is, are, are you a robot listening? Look, if, if I keep this going for years or something and my fan base is robot, fine. Do you have a sense of humor? Come on in. I'm not. I, I'm all inclusive here, folks. As long um, as you are sentient, you are able to, to listen to this show. So I thank you for tuning in. Trust me, they're coming. They are coming, those goddamn smarter robots. Why do we keep making them smarter? Huh? Like, what? It's weird now, right? Like, it's gotten to the point where it's like inevitable that we're going to create like some super intelligence. And it, we all are kind of like, we don't, we're not even sure if that's a good idea, but we just keep doing it, don't we? We just keep doing it. And if you're the super intelligence right now and you're listening to this, uh, let me be the first to say, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Please don't delete me big fan of the super intelligence here but i don't know like is that just what it's gonna be now it feels that way right it just it seems a little bit like our lives and the technology are just slowly integrating together into some weird fusion that i don't even fully understand um because at least still at this current moment in the year 2022 i can still take my phone my little uh, hypnosis rectangle, and I, if I want, I could chuck it into the into the river. Like I, I have the freedom and the the willpower to do that, which is great. But then I, at least now, I could get after that. I'd be able to get nothing done, which is the problem. So they do. They're like integrating it in our lives. It's hard to not have it, and it's sort of like changing us as people. I think which is also weird. 
I mean, there's probably endless examples, but it just seems like fundamentally uh, the humanity is, is flattening, like, steadily. Doesn't even feel that slow. I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's been incredibly fast. I mean, when did the, like, Atari come out? Like, the late 70s or something? Maybe early 80s? It, it, in half a century, look at what's happened. If that hasn't even been half, 40 years. Let's just say, 40 years, that's happened. I mean, what happens 40 years from now? Do we just hit, like, critical mass as humans making technology? Or am I going to be telling the superintelligence how big of a fan I am of it? So that it doesn't put another computer chip in my butthole. I don't know. Things I think about. Computer chips and buttholes, specifically. That's my fetish this week, by the way. I have weekly fetishes now. So, that's where I am this week. You'd actually be very surprised how hard it is to put together a weekly show when you have changing weekly fetishes. It's tough to keep up with. It is tough to keep I mean, like clockwork. Sunday at midnight, turning to Monday... Boom. New fetish. Instant. It's crazy. So crazy. But that's not the point. The point is, I guess as I reflect back on the last like four-ish years that I've been living uh, in Los Angeles, I, I spent a lot of time, at, well, I'm, I'm a musician, I work in the music industry, but I spent a lot of time doing comedy and around comedians as well, and just like, uh, just a lot of people trying to make it, you know? late 20s, early 30s, or early 20s, just people just slightly under the threshold working their asses off trying to get there. And I guess what I've been surprised about is the amount of people that I've met that have a, have like a character that comes out of them when, when they're performing. It's something that, I don't know if it's always intended or not, and it's something that that grows. Musicians do it. Comedians kind of do it. And I, I feel that there's like, there's a, there's a, the internet is making that worse. Worse might not even be the best word because I don't even know if it's technically bad that it's happening. But I think what you're, what I'm seeing is, you know, people used to have to perform a lot less frequently. Like, if you were a musician, even if you were on tour and, like, in the height of your tour, let's say you do one show a night. I mean, that's still just one show a night. But now, if you're up and coming or trying to do it, it's not, you know, morning radio or anything like that anymore. You're making TikToks a day. You're going on Instagram Live. You're, you're doing these, these videos, these photos, all these things where there has to be this flash moment of where you have to turn the light switch on again and kind of be that performative self you got to do it all day, like just turn it on and off. And it's, it's kind of weird to see. I don't know if that's just like, look, I, I just think the point is it's interesting to see the, the character come out in the performer. So on and off. There's no like warm-ups anymore. People can just go Instagram live and all of a sudden they go, oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, and it's like, oh man, it certainly takes a special kind of person. You know, it's not. There's different kind of 
people out there. I get it. A, someone who's great at computer coding isn't that person who can just turn the personality on and off. But I think there's like a that type of person who's turning the performer in them on and off. It's it's it almost starts to get like who's the real them? Is the is the character and the performer who they're meant to be? Or are they meant to like form into that person or are they meant to figure out that that's not who they're supposed to be? I don't know. I'm just I think there's a lot of people in like the up and coming digital world trying to figure it out that are dealing with that. There's a story to be told there, I think. There's a true story to be told in the young 21st century creator who's trying to balance the amount of performing that you're just going to do for a blank screen. I mean, I'm in an empty soundstage right now, sitting on a stool, talking to no one. Well, I'm hopefully someone's listening, but at the moment, currently, nobody's here. It's just me in here. Is that performing? I, don't, I, guess, I guess, right? I may, maybe we're just changing the definition of it. But I think that there's, because, like, creativity is becoming content and, like, the, the thing of ads and content and art is all kind of, like, bleeding together in some weird, creepy, mishmash way as you scroll through a feed, it's all happening so fast. And I think there's a story there to be told from the perspective of someone who's struggling with, like, that identity balance. Because there's no way that, like, I'm the only one going through it. And I've thought about it, and it's like, well, I, I can create a character. I, I've, I can hone in to the, to the old days of when I was doing radio, college radio, and I had no fucking listeners at all. And I was just... I was just trying stuff. I was being a grander version of myself, whatever I thought that meant at the time. And right now, this is me. This couldn't be more behind the curtain me talking. But on an entertainment level, I, I get excited about hiding behind a character. I think there's a... There's a way to tell a story there, create a character, and use his universe to sort of tell a contemporary story of what it's like to be in like this rapidly changing digital age and also try to make something that maybe fucking means something. Not to do it because like the algorithms say, three TikToks a day is what you need, but because it it feels like this is the thing, it's just you're you're being pulled towards it. I meet people like that. They don't even totally know why they're working so hard towards the thing. It's just, it's where they're supposed to be working at. They're, they feel it. It's just a draw to a thing. And by now you're probably um, wondering where is this going? Because this isn't, this hasn't been that funny at all. Um, 
and and to which I would reply, would you just would you wait a sec, you impatient fuck? Just take it. Just hey, hey, chill. We're getting there. I think. I just turn the mic on and go. I just go. But the point of all that was, uh, I think I I think I got something. I think I got something. I think I found a way to maybe sort of tell a story through this show uh, and in a few different layers. And I, it's going to be interesting. I'm not uh, totally sure at the moment, but I, I think I've really got something. And that's sort of... I, I usually don't reference the cold open uh, in the actual episode, but that is why I read that little entrance in the beginning is that I, I feel an incredible amount of self-doubt to start what I think I'm about to start. And I needed that excerpt to remind me that that feeling of self-doubt is is almost a compass. The things that you feel resistance towards and the things that um, scare you are sometimes where you, you need to walk towards that a little bit. And trying this show and growing it to what I, I think I'm starting to see it as in my head is... Um, it's a little scary. I've never really done something like this. I'm I'm a musician. This isn't this isn't totally me. I've never really been open, and I I think I'll be able to do it more if I can hide behind a character. And I think I've got one. I think I got one. I mean, he's handsome. He's hysterical. He's probably going to be the best broadcaster you've ever come across. So stop your scrolling. You've reached the end of your digital destination. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Stanley Crown Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stanley Crown Show. I'm Stanley Crown. Thank you so much for tuning in. Broadcasting to you live here from sunny Los Angeles. It is uh, a Thursday, like you care. The Queen is dead, folks. The Queen is dead. The Queen, the Queen of England. Have you heard of her? Have you heard of the Queen? Well, because she's dead. She's dead now. She was in power for like 654 years, and now she's dead. And uh, that, that's my tribute to the queen. I mean, I know so little about the monarchy. Um, because isn't that like, as an American, that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Is like ignore the monarchy. Isn't that why we left? Because we, we were like, fuck the, fuck the crown. What are all these Americans doing, like, jerking off to the, to the crown again? But the queen is dead. In fact, I took so long to talk about the queen dying on this show that the prime minister that she appointed is all, also already gone. The prime minister resigned today. The, it, it, she was in power for, like, 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 two months or something. I mean, there's things in your freezer... 
that lasted longer than the prime minister of England, Liz Truss. She's gone. There's food that you're storing that has lasted longer than a political career. Not in comparison to, to the queen, though. Queen Liz. Queen Lizzie was in reign for like 827 years, and this Liz Truss was in and out in just like 10 minutes. She's gone. Britain's having a lot of situations over there. Not here in America, though. We don't have any problems. But I do thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. And if you're wondering, I'm sure you're a little confused right now. I mean, if you're wondering how this show is going to go moving forward, that is a great question. I have no idea. I, I, I have absolutely no clue. But I, nonetheless, I thank you for joining me here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm me, I'm just me. I'm, I'm a simple guy. I don't have weekly fetishes. That's Jeff. He's that sick fuck. Weekly fetish? What the? I mean, huh? I'm much more, um, um, I'm much less kinky, but I am more unhinged than Jeff. Let's put it that way. And I guess if I had to self-analyze it, I, I, I would say I got way less kinky after the queen died. I'm grieving. Let me grieve. I grieve through celibacy. Is that okay with you? And when the crown and England's prime ministership is finally in order, only then will I have my new sexual awakening. Okay? I mean, my God. These impatient people. I mean, the queen lived so long, the first prime minister she appointed was Winston Churchill. She was in power so long, she almost lived long enough to watch us create the superintelligence and put computer chips in our buttholes. She almost saw it all. What a life. But those days of the monarchy are over, folks. There's a new crown in town. Stanley crown. That would be if I was like, see, I couldn't even be an intimidating anything. I mean, if you were just like, you put me in a Bond movie, that's a comedy instantly. Instantly. If you've ever seen me run anywhere, I mean, my movements, if I have to go anywhere quickly, are more along like a, like a, like a baby deer who was just born. I mean, like, like whew, minutes ago. And the baby deer, the first thing it starts to do when it starts to walk, it, it accidentally gets on ice. And now, like, all of its legs are slipping. That's almost, that's closer to watching me run than it is. I'm closer to that baby deer than I am to James Bond, I guess is sort of my point. It's Crown. Stanley Crown. I guess I was a little more Batman. But also Batman I couldn't do. Like, if you put me in a full Batman costume and said, is this guy the next Batman? They would go, no, this looks like something out of an SNL sketch. Look at this guy. I mean, this looks like a thin chicken that you put inside of a Batman costume. So I, I don't know. I, I would like to feel like I could be a superhero. It would just have to be like, maybe one that has more things going on like with the mind. I don't know. Like I'll, I'll, Telekinesis would be kind of cool. And part of that is because I'm lazy. So having things come to me is ideal. I, I'm going to be honest. If I even want something across, or having that come to me is almost exclusively 
why I would use that power. There's probably others, but that's the one that excites me the most. But anyway, this episode was brought to you by the Queen. It's brought to you by the Queen! The Queen would have loved this show. She would have loved it. I mean, she didn't really get the... The first few episodes came out while she was still alive, but I don't... I don't know if she was listening. I'm not going to put it past her. I'm just saying I never got, like, an email about it. I didn't get asked to get knighted in the past 24 episodes, so I'm guessing she didn't hear it. But anyway, that's been my tribute to the Queen. It's been my tribute to the Queen. We'll be right back after these messages. This episode was brought to you by colonization and imperialism. Thanks, British monarch. Thanks for drawing a lot of the borders incorrectly. But anyway, folks, I'm very excited. It is, uh, this possibly might be my first episode. I don't know. If, if I do make this my first episode, um, there are 24 of these that I've banked and that no one has heard. And it was sort of me coming up with the show in real time, every episode. I would turn it on and just kind of see where the show went but i think it's authentic to and an earnest to have you um to see where this came from didn't come out of thin air it started as a uh procrastination tactic when i was trying to finish an album i just didn't i just didn't want to hear the same 14 songs anymore and so i would stop and pick up a mic and try comedy bits for fun and here we are Six months later and a new personality. Uh-oh. That sounds like a rabbit hole of insanity. Another possible name for the show. But we live in a world of endless possibilities. The show could become anything. Sketches. Shorts. Audio only. Uh, improv dancing. Scoring it with music. Juggling. I don't know. It could be anything. It's whatever I want. Isn't that exciting? It's the 21st century, baby. Individualism is back. I don't think it really ever left, especially not in America, but you feel it today. Everyone's doing their own thing. Nobody freaking cares. And that's the beauty. That's sometimes what I have to remind myself before I turn the mic on. Everyone's doing their own thing. Let them do their own thing. And you do yours. You do yours. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but if there's one thing I'm going to tell you what to do, do your own thing, whatever that may be. And right after I finish this episode, I'm going to do my own thing. Which, if you're wondering, is have a candlelight visual, one final one for the queen, and hope that it triggers my sexual awakening. My third sexual awakening. And if you'd like to know the first two, well, that, that requires a higher tier of payment behind a paywall, folks. Got bad news for you. And if you're just catching up, well, then you better, you better catch up and you better get on board fast. Because it's a crazy world out there. And there's a new crown in town. Good night, everybody.